Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Wow, I cannot even hardly believe that we are nearing the end of 90 episodes in a row. We've got two more after today, and it kind of just blows my mind that there has been uh, 90 episodes happening day after day after day after day. Clearly, I like to talk. Now, after this 90-day sprint, uh, we're going to fall right into doing two episodes every single week for you. One of those episodes will more than likely have a guest, and the other one will be a solo show. So you can look forward to that starting next week. So I've got a question for you today. Do you have fear of failure? Now, if this is something that's held you back in your life, either personally or professionally, I get it. And you are not alone. I watch people hold themselves back daily because of just one fear. Now, have I had this happen in my life for sure? But I would say that I actually take risks a little bit faster and sometimes look back and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I wasn't afraid of that because I don't know if I could do it again. Uh, And sometimes I don't think about all the details. I think it's part of being um, incredibly decisive um, and uh, and willing, I guess, to kind of take a risk, right? And so there are definitely cons that come along with that. Um, And so I don't fall into this category a lot of having a fear of failure. Now, I've walked alongside a lot of people, um, like I said, with you know, having this be something that's holding them back. So I have some questions for you, and this is definitely a note-taking episode. So if you're not in a position to take notes, you may be frustrated. And so I definitely would jump to a different episode on the podcast. There's a lot of them. Uh, But if you are sitting at your desk um, or you're sitting in a place where you can take some notes quickly, I definitely would recommend that. So if you're wondering if it may, this may be your issue, like you actually have a fear, um, let's walk through a few things that it it might, um, help you decide if this is actually your issue with what's, you know, holding you back. If you have an avoidance, you have anxiety, you are feeling out of control, helplessness, indecisiveness, and powerlessness. So if any of these you can resonate with, if you're thinking, yeah, I've got loads of anxiety or "Mm -hmm, I've totally been avoiding that task or that thing for far too long, then I would say, yeah, this is probably an episode for you. This is probably something you should dive right into that potentially fear is what's holding you back. Um, You're, you have a fear of failing. So let's walk through some steps to bring you from fear to confidence, 
Confidence is one of my very favorite topics. I actually have an entire course that I've shared with you here on the podcast, and you can grab up that content a few episodes back. I'll put a link to it. You can also grab up a beautiful download that I have for you at tinapettis.com forward slash confidence. It is incredibly helpful. And again, if this is something that you're dealing with this fear of failure, I think that that would be a really great episode series to walk through as well. So let's dive into this one. The example that I'm going to use along with this questions is actually one that my hubs and I um, went through and had to decide, make, make big decisions when he was leaving his corporate gig. And so I feel like that's probably one of the biggest things that I talk with people about is that they have a fear of failure and, and it's because they are maybe currently in a comfortable, cushy corporate job, or maybe it's not even comfier, (laughs) comfier, cushy, but they're in a corporate position and they're afraid to take the leap on their own in their own business. Um, And so I feel, like I said, I walk a lot of people through that. And, um, I walked my husband through it. My husband and I actually walked through it together. So I'll share some examples with you on that. So I got 10 kind of questions for you to, uh, run through in your mind. It may be in a, a, a thing that you're going to want to pause in between, uh, these questions and really take notes, or maybe you're just going to want to jot them all down and, and come back uh, to those questions a little bit later. So my first question is what do you want or what do you not want is sometimes the question. So what is it um, that you're wanting, right? So um, maybe the what you not want is, you know, you don't want your corporate job anymore, right? So you re, you want to not have your corporate job, right? So um, <laughs> it's a little mumbly, but you get what I mean. So what do you want? In the case of my husband is that he wanted to be able to step out from what he was doing in his corporate position uh, because he just wasn't feeling fulfilled there anymore. And it was something that just wasn't it was just wasn't doing it for him. Now, uh, many of you have heard our story in our marriage and, and also know uh, that this place was just a toxic environment for our marriage and it just wasn't healthy. And so um, we made the decision to for him to leave that. But there was a lot of fear in leaving this job for both of us, even before we kind of hit this wall in within our marriage. Uh, Preston had wanted to leave this job for many years and had played around with working for other people and taking on other gigs. Um, But the finances just wouldn't match up in a lot of locations. And so that was his thing. What do you want or what do you not want? And asking yourself that, like, what is it? Throw it out there. Maybe it's a goal. Uh, Maybe it's a leaving a job. Maybe it's getting a new job. Maybe it's just, you know, making a really big decision, right? Number two is what are you actually afraid of? Now I get that you're like, well, I wish I knew (laughs) a little bit, some of you, Um, others of you know. So for us, what, when we narrowed it down, what we realized our biggest fear was actually, how are we going to pay for medical insurance? Um, That is one big thing that I hear a lot of people say, because they maybe hold the health insurance and they wonder, well, I, this is something that I would have to pay for on my own. This is something we hung on to until we really dialed in. So number three, is this something that could actually happen for us? Yeah, of course. We were afraid to lose this insurance. And the thing is, is what we hadn't done yet though, is actually dove into that exact fear. Like, is that a legit 
actually fear. So number four, if it did actually happen, right? So if he actually did quit his job, what is the worst that would happen, right? So we'd lose our health insurance and we'd have to look for something new. Okay. So we're like, yep, we can do that. We'll start researching it, asking around to people that are self-employed because we know many, you know, what do they do for this? So if this fear did not exist, what would you do? Like, honestly, in that moment, if we knew that, you know, health insurance um, would be, you know, not crazy expensive, that we would be okay, he would have quit his job a lot sooner. Now, I kind of bang my head against the wall thinking, why didn't we research this before this time? Because <laughs> there was the fear of failure, right? There's this idea, too, um, that it wasn't going to work out, right? And so, um, you know, quitting a job, there were parts of it, right, that he was holding on to um, because it was safe and it was comfortable. And this was a small part of it, right? The insurance was a, a small part of it. Um, but there were many other fears in it, right? Will I have clients? Will people, you know, will uh, my corporate job be, you know, how will that work out if some clients want to follow me, even though I'm not pursuing them because that was his case? Um, there were a lot of different pieces in that. You know, where will we get the money to uh, create his own gym? And at the time, he wasn't quite sure if that's what he wanted to do or not, but that's obviously what we did. We have a gym in our house and people come here and he has a pile of clients and it's great. So, you know, if this fear did not exist, what would you do, right? He wanted to pursue uh, more of his passions rather than just a paycheck and hopefully the paycheck would come along. And when we figured out the insurance piece of this, it was like, oh, this was such a no-brainer. So number six is what is more important, the goal or the fear, right? So kind of picturing yourself like sitting in that fear, in the indecisiveness or the anxiety or the avoidance, the feeling out of control, helplessness, all of that, right? Sitting in that or stepping out of that and stepping into your goal. I believe that what you focus on grows. So if you focus on the fear, right, that fear is going to grow and there's going to be more things that come up, right? If you focus on the goal, right, just think of how that could grow and how much more could come up from there. Once Preston made the decision to quit his corporate job and we started um, all the ideas and all of the things like, where's your gym going to be? What's the name going to be? What are you going to have? Who are you going to market to? Da, 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 da. How are you going to get clients? all of those things, it started to grow and it started to evolve and things started to just fall into place. Like where he got his equipment from and, you know, connected to a gym that was closing and just all of this different stuff. Like it started to grow so much. So what you say yes to, you say no to something else, right? So if you say yes to the goal, right? You're saying no to the fear. Kind of crazy, but that's how it works. So number seven is when did you make the decision to have this fear? Now, I know I just brought us into like positivity, right? Like focus on the growth. Let's go back though. Like when did you have this fear? So I would say if we were just to talk about the one fear of Preston leaving his job, there were many, right? But if we just talked about the one fear about not having health insurance, we have always had health insurance, right? Our parents always had health insurance. Our parents had also always had corporate jobs that sustained um, the way that we lived. And it was a part of our, our upbringing, right? Everyone we knew had jobs. Very few people in our worlds were self-employed um, when we were younger. And so that fear could go back 
forever and ever. And, and sometimes p- other people put it in us, right? Other people, um, parents, right? I, and, and great. I'm glad that they, you know, make us question some things here and there. Um, but they definitely had the fear themselves. Like, how are they going to pay for X, Y, and Z, right? If they're both self-employed. Number eight is where will you be if you don't go after this goal? <laughs> I think about the example that I keep going back to with my hubby, right? Uh, if he would have stayed in his, you know, corporate job, um, there's a chance that we would not be married, which is just kind of crazy to think. And yes, it's actually probably pretty accurate. Um, if he would have made that decision, it would have been for a for sure, well, pretty for sure, yes, that we wouldn't uh, be here today. That's pretty huge, right? Let's say we weren't in the position, though, um, where our marriage was kind of on the rocks, right? Or kind of really was on the rocks. What if we went back before that, right? Five or so years before that. And he would have been able, you know, to make the decision to quit his job. Then I think that, (laughs) I think that it would have been a really positive, really, really positive thing for him. Um, So where will you be if you don't go after this goal? he did exactly what we kind of thought would happen, right? He got even more kind of down and uh, depressed in that job. Depressed is pretty a strong word, but, you know, just not happy. And I think he would have continued that until, you know, I guess, I don't know, forever, um, if we wouldn't kind of hit against this wall. So where will you be if you don't go after this goal, right? Stuck where you're at, like totally stuck where you're at. Number nine, what's one step you can take to go after the goal? So I hope that we've walked through a little bit, like, right, if you, what you focus on grows, kind of thinking about if you stay where you're at and whatever it is, you're going to continue to feel stuck and have anxiety and helplessness and powerlessness, all of those things. So where will you be if you don't go after this goal? And when, what's one step you can take to go after this goal? So for us, one of the things that we had to do was, you know, kind of shore up, um, you know, the ideas and finances and all of those different kind of things and say, Hey, here's what we've got. Here's what we're working with. Here's the research we've done now for like health insurance. Again, back to that example and say, wow. Okay. We got one step ahead of each other, one, one step in front of each other. Right. So we did start to do some of the planning uh, of starting this new company before he fully left his job. He took some, uh, time off. Um, and we really sunk all of our thoughts and all of our ideas into this business, creating the logo, creating the plan, all the things. Right. And so it was just one step after another. The first step we took was, Hey, just take some time off of your job. Um, and he was able to, cause he had time off. Right. And then we did another step and another step and another step. And before you know it, he was putting in his two weeks and he was starting his own gig. And number 10, how will you feel when you go for it? I'm not going to say that it's all like crazy, exciting immediately. There was some sadness. Definitely Preston had some sadness of leaving his coworkers, leaving what he'd known, you know, for over a decade. Uh, but now, oh my goodness, if we knew now, <laughs> if we knew then what we know now, man, it would have been so much easier because of the freedom and the lifestyle that we have and the, just the, the ease of our life has been insanely good. 
and we've grown so much closer together. So if you have a fear, fear of failure, if you're feeling like you're in avoidance or anxiety, feeling out of control, helplessness, indecisiveness, or powerlessness, I want you to really think about these 10 questions and to walk through them one by one and answer them. What, starting with, what is it that you actually want? What is it that you want? And just sit in it. This might take you an hour. This might take you a month. This might take you a year. And I hope it doesn't take you that long. I don't want you to feel stuck for that long. Uh, But if you are in this position, I really hope that you will walk through this. You can move from fear to confidence in your decision, in what you're desiring, in your life, in what you're wanting. Because on the other side of this fear is so much awesomeness. I promise you. You guys, it's been great chatting with you today. I hope that we can carry on this conversation over on the gram. My favorite place to hang out is on Instagram at Tina Pettis. You can find me over there. And I love to start a conversation, continue a conversation. Let's chat. And if you have a fear uh, right now and you're wanting to walk through that a little bit with someone, I'd be happy to be that person. You can also email me at hi at tinapettis.com, hi at tinapettis.com, and we can chat over there as well. We'll be back here tomorrow for episode 120. I can't wait to chat. Bye guys.